From three guys who never had a shot, it's the Walk on Water Boys podcast with your hosts, Addison, Austin, and Clint. On this episode, it is the 25th episode. Welcome to a special episode of the Walk on Water Boys podcast. It is the 25th episode. So this whole week, Austin and I discussed what can we do for this special episode. And the conclusion we came to was not to have a special guest, not to have joy. Yeah, yeah, not to not to do highlights of the first 24 episodes not to have an extended episode we decided to give the intern the night off we decided to not have addison back because he's still having technical difficulties from where he bolted on the last episode didn't want to run the risk and we've committed to our shortest episode of the season that's our gift to our fans for the 25th episode what you think austin 35 minutes (laughs) is there any more you could ask for yeah, so we're uh, so just just a quick opening. Obviously, uh, with just the two of us here, Andor uh, got started. Actually, before before I get into the actual episode, obviously we know Hurricane Ian's going on right now. Uh, as we record this on Thursday night, a couple of nights later than what we normally record, Hurricane Ian has already made its way through Florida and is now heading towards us. Uh, as we record this, we're already starting to get the effects of it. Uh, obviously thoughts and prayers from the walk on water boys podcast out to the, out to the people of Florida affected and, uh, those that may be affected here in the next couple of days. Um, and, uh, I know we've got some listeners in the Florida area and obviously in the South Carolina area. So thoughts and prayers out to them. And then, uh, but hopefully this episode will maybe take their mind off of it a little bit and uh and uh celebrate the 25th episode with us so my house uh, is gone my house, house is gone, is gone but, but hey, you know what i get I can count to on the local water, water boys podcast i can always count on them to release an episode especially yeah. during college football season so uh, as i mentioned Andor kicked off star wars the new star wars series on disney plus i've seen the first four episodes austin is not i'm sure addison has uh, he's our big Star Wars guy here on the uh, the podcast. Obviously, we're not going to talk about those episodes without him being here. But you know, if you haven't had an opportunity to check out those episodes yet, all uh, the first four are available on Disney Plus right now. We had uh, some big news also uh, from Disney, uh, the Marvel Universe. Big announcement from Ryan Reynolds uh, announcing the new Deadpool three movie and the return of my favorite superhero Wolverine uh, to the, well, actually, I guess his first appearance in what, you know, the Disney Marvel uh, series as, as Deadpool as well. Yeah. And Hugh Jackman returning, uh, returning to play that role. Everybody thought Logan was his last time playing it, um, but he's returned funny videos that he and Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman have a really nice, you know, comedic 
uh, whatever you want to call it, duo. They, they do a lot of funny stuff together off screen. Uh, so it'll be fun to see them return on screen together again. So yeah, excited for that. Excited for that. I, I think they caught most people by surprise yeah, when it, it was announced. Yeah, it um, did. And it's something they've been going back and forth social media wise for years. Uh, you know, back and forth, very funny duo guys. Um, yeah. and, and two great fits for their character. Definitely. Definitely. That you know that they portray. So it'll be exciting to see. I mean, Deadpool 2 was great. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times you know, the second one's and the third one, you're over it. So I'm very excited, very surprised, very anxious to see what they do. But I don't think, I think it would take a lot to to line up Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman for not a good film. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't see how this one flops. This, I mean, I could, this may be the best Deadpool yet. I mean, with them. Now, two I know. Together. I know. Ryan Reynolds also was Green Lantern, and that movie didn't do well. That's why I yeah, say both. But he makes fun Ryan of that Reynolds, himself. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. You I don't think he had as much guys. input in that as he does with the Deadpool movies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, obviously, really excited about that. And then uh, for myself, uh, I'm a big fan of the Last of Us uh, video game on PlayStation, brought to you by Naughty Dog, same uh, company that uh, has the Uncharted series. Uh, the Last of Us, we've got to see the first trailer for that new series coming to HBO, and it looks really good. Uh, so you can check that out on YouTube. That's uh, really looking forward to that. And then uh, did you ever get a chance to play The Last of Us game? I know you didn't like the Uncharted series, but The Last of Us is a lot different style of game. I never so got to play The Last of Us. I wanted to. It looked very good. The Uncharted series I thought was a cool concept. I like the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't like. I wanted more freedom in the like gameplay. The it world. was so you like the open world. Yeah, it was so structured. It's a big, big, big map, but you know, obviously, it guides you. You know, you're eventually going to go where they want you to go. You know, and I didn't play it very long, so it could yeah. have gotten a lot better. Yeah, and you started with the last game, which is a I very think slow, a very yeah. slow yeah. starting game. So, yeah. uh, but then obviously talking about video games, that brings us to uh, the final weekend of Modern Warfare 2 uh, beta. The final weekend of that got a chance to play some new game modes. So you can go over to the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association YouTube channel. Uh, I've got a video up of the new invasion mode, which is kind of similar to, I want to say it's uh, Ground War, I believe, on the, the last Modern Warfare game. Similar to that, um, maybe maybe not as full scale as that um but very very similar with a bigger bigger map size with that but so far the two weekends that i've played i'm very impressed i am not i was not let down it's made me uh even more excited about the release here come late october yeah so that brings us into our first topic of the episode the atlanta braves sitting at right now they are 97 and 59 on the season, three wins away from that predicted 100 win mark that Austin gave us a couple of weeks ago on the Walk on Water Boys podcast. One game back of the National League East. Now, when we were originally going to record this, they had tied with the Mets. Yeah. But obviously, they lost last night, Mets won. So now they're one game back. Uh, so, three, a three game series left with the Mets. And then after that, you've got a three game series with the Marlins. So, so Austin, do you think? Do you think they win the series versus the Mets, and then will they hold on uh, when they take on the Marlins to claim that National League East crown? 
So I'm calling it now. I think they're going to sweep the Marlins. I think they'll they'll win two against the Mets and sweep the Marlins. Um, the the bad thing is the Mets. Their last series is against the Nationals, hmm. who are just god awful. Yeah. They they I think they're 50, 53, 54 to hundred or fifty four to hundred and one something like that. So I hate that the Mets end on the Nationals because they can bounce back and get a few games. Um, but uh, it's going to be close to see who gets to pin it. Uh, but I think the Braves definitely get to 100 wins this season. Yeah, yeah, First I agree. time, I think, since tw- uh, 2002 or 2003 that this they, they're a 100-win team. Yeah, obviously, with the, with the Mets series, I really think with taking on the Marlins and the Nationals, whoever can win that series, I think will end up winning. The National League East, I mean, I, I don't think – I mean, at worst, you're looking at the Mets taking two or three against the Nationals and the Braves taking two or three against the Marlins. I, I don't think it'll be any worse than that. So so uh, I, I like the Braves' chances, um, especially with it being right there in Truist Park uh, to, to with that series. So that's big for the Braves, getting that series at home. Uh, obviously, we're, we're rooting for them to get – it'll be neat to see them get to that 100-win mark for sure. All right, so that brings us to college football. Looking back at last weekend, week four, uh, just some some games that stood out from last weekend. Kansas State upsetting the number six-ranked Oklahoma Sooners. Brent Venables' first loss as a head coach is to the school that he played for. How about that? That was a uh, – I lost a lot of money on that game. Oh, I, uh, I was like, yeah, dude, Oklahoma, 12? Yeah, <laughs> all right. <laughs> 700 bucks? Okay. Oh, uh, I took a big hit. Uh, so so, so we, Mickey Disney Mouse went down a little bit. Mickey Mouse went down a little bit. not looking good this year. <laughs> I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not even betting this week because it hit me so hard. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. Yeah, we uh, took a big hit. So uh, so number six, Oklahoma fell. Uh, but number seven, USC survived. Uh, survived in Corvallis over the Beavers of Oregon State, 17 to 14, low scoring defensive ball game. Uh, but the Trojans do survive. Tough test, first test of the season, really. And hey, they got out of there with the win. Uh, however, the next top 10 team we're going to talk about, the Arkansas Razorbacks, did not fare so well, falling to number 23, Texas AM on the road, 23 to 21 high hopes there for Arkansas this season in the SEC West and they go on the road and fall to the Aggies who after losing to App State people kind of wrote them off but that wasn't even a conference game and here they are they've <laughs> they've won back-to-back conference games so so kind of getting game. things corrected this year Arkansas should have won that game they should have uh, if their coach didn't try to, their coach their quarterback didn't try to dive from the three-yard oh line gosh, and then stick the ball out I don't know what yeah. he was thinking I felt I felt confident in Arkansas. I still think they're the better team uh, than Texas A&M. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. It's uh, but uh, sticking right there in the SEC, you had the number eleven Tennessee Volunteers finally getting a win after losing sixteen of the last seventeen against the Gators of Florida. Tennessee gets the win over number twenty Florida, thirty-eight to thirty-three. Got a little scary there at the end. Florida recovered the onside kick. Uh, Vols got a little nervous, thought they had it in the bag, but uh, they do survive and get the win. Texas is not back, guys. Tennessee is a better team. 
Tennessee is a better team. Yeah. Texas is still not back. Oh, dude. This is the ball game that we circled a couple of weeks ago. Texas Tech was going to tell you whether Texas was actually back. They lose in overtime, but they fall. So tough loss for them in overtime, 37 to 34. And, and what, do I, what, do I always, what do I always say? I never bet on Texas. Never bet on Day. Texas. Yeah, yeah never I never Texas. do, but I did this in our beat the bookie. Yep. I took Texas. Yeah, and, and I almost did. I almost you see did. what happens. Yeah, I almost did, but I went never again. Thank goodness. Never yeah. again. And then a top 25 Miami team, perhaps maybe still licking their wounds from losing uh, the previous week. They fall to Middle Tennessee State 45 to 31 at home. Middle Tennessee State pulling the upset. So Miami out of the top 25. And then we've got Coastal Carolina on Thursday, last Thursday night, getting the win over Georgia State, 41-24. to uh, Addison, what's your thing about that? He's not here, so it doesn't matter. Let's move right past the shot of clearance. <laughs> not they're much second quarter to... team. They're second yeah, half they're, team. They're no, second, half second, team. Half second half team. Second, second half, half team. Second half team, yep. yep. So uh, Gamecocks, they get the win over Charlotte, 56-20. to Is that the most points they've put up so far this year, Austin? Probably so, 56 points. Yeah. Got the win. Yes, def- def- definitely. So. <laughs> they got the win. So easy win for them. And then obviously the most exciting uh, game of last weekend, more than likely the number five ranked Clemson Tigers getting the win and double. Oh, hold on a second. We got to interrupt this. Aaron judge is now at bat. Uh, he's got a chance to set the home run record. Hold on. We'll return to the <laughs> podcast in just a second. <laughs> strike oh, <man>. out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, strike out. Yeah. yeah, ESPN was getting flooded apparently with angry, oh, not just Clemson and Wake Forest fans, angry college football fans. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that, that I mean, yeah, great for Aaron Judge, 62 home runs now. Yeah. That's terrific. That's amazing. But it's not, I don't see, I love baseball. I love the history of baseball. I love the stats. Yeah. I don't see that scenario as breaking into that football game oh, to cover. Goodness. And it's on TV. It's a re you can watch it in 10 minutes and see the exact same thing. Yeah. And it's, it's only the AL record. Yeah. It's not even the MLB homer. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I know. I, I know it's Roger Maris's record. I get it. I loved it. That a Yankee broke the Yankees record. I get it. I love it, mm-hmm. but come on. Yeah. I, I don't, I have no idea. I mean, it, I could understand if it was like the Kansas city Royals playing the, you know, Colorado Rockies and the game wasn't on TV and I mean, no offense to that. I'm sure those games are on TV, but I mean, it's the Yankees. If you want to watch the Yankees, turn it to their channel. I mean, if you care that much about it, they can turn it there. I, I have no idea, but you noticed the last highlight. I mean, the last time it was a highlight, it wasn't a live look in. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, uh, but Clemson got the win. Uh, DJ Uingalele or Lele, I probably mispronounced Butcher did that time. But anyways, DJ, he looked very impressive in the game. Thank goodness. Uh, he went 26 for 41, 371 yards passing, five TDs, no picks, 14 carries, and 52 yards rushing. So over 400 uh, total yards for DJ in that game. On the season, he's got 1,033 yards passing, 10 TDs, and only one pick. He uh, He's looking good. This, this was the game I kind of circled on the preview episode of where I thought he would take control and really take over, and he has. I mean, it's no doubt he's the guy right now. I um, I, I doubted him heavily at the beginning mm-hmm. of the season, uh, up until the third 
the third game or the yeah. second. I mean, into the third game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think he's he's proven what he needs to prove. Oh, Definitely yeah. QB one. Um, I'd like to see him continue throughout the season. But yeah, he's definitely proven what he needed to prove so far coming into the season with all the questions that surrounded him. Oh yeah, he dropped the weight. He's been consistent, he, and you see his his legs are, are working as well oh, as his yeah. arm. It's great. Oh yeah, yeah. He de- they definitely needed him. Clemson definitely needed him to step up big in that game because the defense was struggling with all the players out in the secondary. The secondary had was having all kind of issues with all the freshmen back there, and Wake Forest took advantage of it. An experienced Sam Hartman. Uh, they needed DJ in that offense to step up, and he he did in a big time way. Uh, so they get the win, uh, stay unbeaten on the season. Uh, so anything you want to mention about the Gamecocks? As uh, your, sure, I mean, I, I don't know. They they took on Charlotte. I don't know if you really. Marshawn Lloyd say. looked great. You know, yeah. he's running the ball awesome. You don't see any hesitation. Uh, you know, he's been injured a lot uh, in the previous years, and you don't see any hesitation. He's hurdling people. He's jumping. You know, left, right, he's making sharp cuts. It's great to see. Um, I'd love to see Spencer Rattler progress more, but, again, you know, he doesn't have the the offensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was quarterback in Carolina, I'd probably be a little nervous as well. I'd yeah. like to see more shots down the field. There, there's so many, so many passes, and it works, but there's so many short passes, behind-the-line passes, yeah. you know, little three-yard dumps. I'd love to see him try more. He took a couple shots here so far at the beginning of the game. Uh, Carolina's taking on SC State right now as we're recording this. It was moved up because of the hurricane. He's taken a few shots deep so far. One was an interception uh, off the hands of the receiver. To a Both the interceptions to a, tonight have been yeah. off the hands of the receivers. So, right. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, and, and as Addison would say, oh, it counts. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's hard to blame a quarterback who puts it on his hands. Uh, yeah. Um. So I'd like to see more, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a different, it's a completely different offense than what he was used to in Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. You and know, talent he's, he's, level. I mean, it's talent, talent level. I mean, yeah, let's be absolutely. Honest. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, again, I want to see him, you know, moving more, some RPOs. I love the RPOs last week. I'd love to see that continue. And I'd love to see him take the ball and run more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, opposite two opposite things. I, I, I say I want to see deep ball. I don't want to see him run more, but yeah, I want to go. see both. You know, <laughs> well, he if you send everybody is, right? on verticals and they're in man coverage. Hey, take there off the run. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, so yeah. And obviously, like Austin mentioned, the Gamecocks taking on South Carolina State. We'll actually give you a score update as we're recording this, uh, as we get to that part of the episode. Uh, but next brings us to the beat the bookie. Uh, part of the episode now usually we've turned this thing over to the intern pressure got to him he needed a night off couldn't handle the pressure running this segment uh so we told him hey take a step back we like what you're doing here on the podcast uh just take a night off watch your game cots get a nice win you know settle down a little bit come back fresh uh next week so so we're gonna let austin we'll turn it over to austin here with the beat the bookie segment and he's gonna get us up to speed on last week's results and then we'll move over into this one not a good week for me last week. Uh, both my the lock and the upset were very very close games. Ended up losing both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Addison lost both his. Clint went one and one. So the records Should've are should have went two and zero. Yeah. I almost had that Oregon State pick there. Should have would have could have. So the records stand now. Uh, Clint's three and five. Addison is three and five, and I'm sitting at five hundred four and four. 
There you go. Uh, so Clint, I will let you read out Addison's picks. Okay. And then go into yours. Okay. All right. So, so Austin, you could give me the lines on these. I have his picks. Uh, so his lock, he's taking Michigan over Iowa. Ten and a half. Ten, really? Only ten and a half on that one. Yeah, I figured that would be more. Uh, and then he's taking uh, the Demon Deacons to go down to Tallahassee and knock off the unbeaten Florida State Seminoles. That's Six and a half. Six and a half. Okay, nice. All right, so those are that's Addison's lock and upset for the week. Uh, my lock for the week, I'm going with the Golden Gophers. Row the boat, P.J. Fleck. Minnesota, number 21 right now in the country. They are favored by 12 and a half over the Boilermakers of Purdue, giving Minnesota there. And then the upset, I'm going Old Dominion plus three and a half uh, to knock off Liberty. Liberty losing that close game a couple of weeks ago uh, to Wake Forest. Uh, that's going to be a contrasting of styles. Old Dominion plays really good defense. Liberty, high-scoring offense, so that should be an interesting game. But I'm going Old Dominion to get the upset there, uh, plus three and a half right now. Not bad picks. I had uh, actually had both of yours. I was looking at both of your picks, but I'll go something else. Oh, okay. You know, just to be fun here. Okay. Just to be fun. Okay. So, but I want those points. If you, if, if well. yours work out, I want them. <laughs> right. That's fair. I think. Yeah. All right. So uh, for mine, I looked at the Kentucky game. Uh, Kentucky is uh, Ole Miss is seven points or seven points favors mm. in that game. Mm. Um, I really like Kentucky, man. Yeah, I really, really like Kentucky. Uh, but with uh, my lock, I'm going to go with um, Wisconsin, seven points favored against Illinois. Okay. And my upset will be – I'm going Texas Tech over Kansas State. That's a good one. I think Texas Tech is a good ball team. And that's, sure. se- that's a seven and a half. Obviously, we, we do the outright upset. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Texas Tech – I worry about them knocking off Texas last week and being too high, but uh, I think it'll be a, uh, a it's good a battle matchup. of too high there because Kansas State just knocking off Oklahoma exactly, and they've got Adrian Martinez who's in his seventeenth year in college and uh, played his <laughs> best ball game by far against Oklahoma last week, and uh, so so maybe we see him come back to what we're used to seeing with him. So uh, should be a good game regardless. Should 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 be a good game. So that's our beat the bookie. That moves us. That brings us right in to this week, week five in college football. The Gamecocks, like we said, playing tonight due to Hurricane Ian uh, taking on the Fighting Buddy Pews of South Carolina State. Uh, Austin, you want to give us a score update as we record this nine twenty seven on Thursday night? What is the score? So right now, fifty two seconds left in the third quarter. South Carolina Gamecocks are up 35 to 7 over the Fighting Buddy Pews. Oh, the Buddy Pews got on the board, eh? Got on in the a board. very cool night in Columbia. Yeah, cool night in Columbia. How's this? How's the crowd look? I didn't get to see how many people were there. It was light. There's a hurricane was, coming. Yeah, there's a hurricane. You know? I, was, I was curious about that. I was curious light. about that. It was light. Yeah. All right, so some other notable matchups. We got number seven, Kentucky. Austin mentioned them on the road. Number 14, Ole Miss. That's at noon on ESPN. Uh, you got number two, Alabama on the road. Number 20, Arkansas, 330 on CBS. You've got a very interesting matchup out in the Big 12. Number nine, Oklahoma State at number 16, Baylor. That's at 330 on Fox. 
And then the Demon Deacons after the loss to Clemson, number 22 in the nation, going on the road to Tallahassee, taking on the Seminoles, number 23 in the country, 330 on ABC. Georgia Southern at Coastal Carolina, that's at 4 o'clock on ESPN+. And then the biggest game, again, involving the number five-ranked Clemson Tigers right now, favored by six and a half, hosting the number 10 NC State Wolfpack, 730 on ABC and College Game Day. Uh, will be in town. So big matchup for the Tigers. This is one that kind of circled everybody in the ACC had this one circled of probably being Clemson's toughest test this season. Did the wife get you tickets? Are you going? She did. Uh, and then she ripped them up in my face and say, you're not right. traveling in a hurricane. There you go. And then okay. threw them away. So fair enough. I was like, okay. All right. fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I, I understand. Uh, but yeah, so Clemson right now favored by six and a half. Uh, be be interesting. Uh, I think Clemson people panicking about the Clemson defense is maybe. Yes, there was some questions with why it took Wes Goodwin so long to adjust his coverage in the secondary, uh, but they were. I mean, they were running. They had three. Tr- they had three freshmen in the secondary in that game, and you're going against a six-year veteran like Sam Hartman at quarterback, who's very talented, and uh, with Wake Forest. So, but NC State. If you look at the numbers, NC State obviously right now much better on the defensive side of the ball. Clemson much better on the offensive side of the ball. And then obviously we've got Hurricane Ian. What kind of impact is that going to have on the game right now? The latest that I saw, uh, the rain should be out uh, by that time, but probably going to be playing on a super wet surface uh, during that matchup. Uh, But the rain should be out of there sometime right after noon. Uh, but you know, cooler temperatures down in 60 degrees around kickoff should make for a good football game, especially now excited. The rain's going to be out of the picture and not play a factor, but, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready for this one. I'm not a fan of Dave Doran at NC state. Uh, not any Clemson fan is, uh, so really hoping they can get, get the W, uh, this weekend. Two weeks ago, I would pick NC state. But I think Clemson's moving along at a good spot right now. DJU's playing good ball. I got Clemson winning by double digits. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think if they can – of course, Dabo doesn't announce who's going to be available until pretty much right before kickoff, so I don't know how many of these players they're going to get back. But if they can get back those players they missed last week, the defense will obviously be better. And then I I don't – I'd still – the way the offense is starting to come together, the defense, I think, is is still one of the best in the country when fully healthy. So I, I agree with you, Austin. I like Clemson to get the win. It'll probably be decided late third quarter, early fourth. They get the separation. Uh, but I like Clemson to get the win at home in Death Valley. Georgia Southern, interesting matchup with Coastal. Uh, I don't think Georgia Southern has the defense, but I think that's going to be a close game. Yeah, I think Georgia. I mean, Georgia Southern's always got talent. I mean, they're always a talented football team. They recruit very well. They know how to recruit to Statesboro, Georgia. They know how to bring them into there at Georgia Southern. Uh, so I think that'll be a, a tough test. Uh, Jamie Chadwell uh, won with Coastal Carolina, getting uh, getting some mentions there with the Georgia Tech position, possibly uh, for next season, getting that uh, job opening there. So that brings us to the college football team draft. Uh, right now, Addison, if he were here, he would be making his first pick, but because he's not here, we're going to be making his first pick for him. He didn't say who he was dropping, 
but I'm going to assume that it's Oklahoma <laughs> since they lost. So he's got Bama, Oklahoma, and USC. We're going to drop Oklahoma for him, and he wants the Wolfpack of NC State. So maybe thinking, hey, if NC State gets that win, I've got him. So he will have Bama, NC State, and USC. That brings it to me. I currently have Clemson, Michigan, and Tennessee. This was tough. This was tough for me because I really don't want to drop Tennessee, but they'll be there for me next week uh, with me having the first pick next week. So I'm going to drop the Volunteers, and then I'm going to pick up Oklahoma State. I like Oklahoma State right there going, taking on Baylor. I think they'll get the win there. So I'll go with the Cowboys of, of, of Oklahoma State. That brings us to you, Austin, Georgia, Ohio State, and Kentucky. I heard you really, really, really like Kentucky, so I'm assuming you're dropping Georgia or Ohio State here. Who who gets uh, first pick next week? You? That, that's me. Yep, I'll have first pick next week. Yeah, I guess I got to drop Kentucky. All right, that that uh that love fest ended real fast. Well, I mean, <laughs> what else am I going to do? <laughs> oh man! All right, so uh, dropping the yeah, love I'll fest. drop uh I'll drop Kentucky. I'll pick up uh who's got USC. Addison does. Yeah, all right. I'll pick up Penn State. I like Penn State. Penn State. Yeah, they were on they were on my list there. So yeah, that's a good pickup. Undefeated. Right there. So uh, so that gives a quick recap. Addison, Alabama, USC, and NC State. I've got Clemson, Michigan, and Oklahoma State, Austin, Georgia, Ohio State, and Penn State. So that brings us to the Eliminator. I don't even know if we should do this segment anymore because I haven't won a game yet. I've got three misses already. Who did I have last week? I don't even remember. I, I honestly no, – Dude, I, after, I, after the Oklahoma game, I shut down. <laughs> I shut down and I don't know. What I was wondering why I didn't hear anything from you. I don't know what happened the rest of the weekend, dude. I was so, oh, dude, it took it took a lot out of me. <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and give you so the NFL eliminator. We've got uh, Addison's already put his pick in. He wants the Falcons, uh, and I think that's probably if you're going to pick the Falcons, I think this week is a good week to pick them. Uh, I'm not even. I don't even remember who they're playing, but I remember it wasn't. Uh, I think it was a bottom. The Browns, yeah. So they're playing the Browns. So that's a good possibility for them to get the win there. So he's going with the Falcons. I I, I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there now because nothing's working for me. I'm going with uh, the Detroit Lions. I think this is a good chance for this this week taking on the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the Lions' chances there at home to get that win. So I'm going with the Lions here in week four. Hopefully they can get my first win of the season. Uh, I will go with Tennessee over Indy. That's, who knows what the Colts – I went with the Chiefs. The Colts have looked horrible. Well, I went with the Chiefs, and then the Colts win. No, but uh, the Colts did look horrible that game. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, Kelsey dropped a touchdown pass. They fumbled, like, twice. Somebody else, like, had a pick. It was a ridiculous game. The, the, the Chiefs beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs beat the – yeah, well, yeah, they, so they caused me not to get a win. They caused me not to get a win. They caused me not to get a win. Okay, so you've got Tennessee, Addison's got the Falcons, and I've got the Detroit Lions. Look at us, Austin. We told you we're going to give us our shortest episode yet. So we record these podcasts over Zoom. Uh, Thanks, Zoom. Feel free to give us a sponsorship if you want to. Uh, We've got one minute and 50 seconds to spare. Look at that. 25th episode, like a couple pros here. Couple, couple pros, couple of pros. This isn't our first, first podcast. Yeah, this isn't our first podcast. That's right, that's right. So hopefully, uh, hopefully the intern and Addison enjoyed their night off, and we'll be excited to come back uh, next week. Like I said, obviously thoughts and prayers out to those affected by Hurricane Ian 
and those that may be affected here in the near future. It is starting to hit us, uh, starting to feel some of the light effects of it at the moment. Um, but other than that, Austin, uh, I think that's it uh, for us here on this, this episode. Next week, uh, the 26th episode of the Walk on Water Boys podcast. The the all important twenty six. The all important twenty six. The, the sequel 20, to the twenty fifth. Got the first twenty five out of the way. We are done. Looking forward to the to the next twenty five. All right. So uh, so like I said, that'll do it uh, for us here. Twenty fifth episodes in the books for Austin. I'm Clint, and we'll see you next week. Walk on Waterboys podcast is presented by the Palmetto Amateur Gaming Association. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast and follow us on Twitter at Walk on Waterboys. All right, I got to let my dog back in. He's driving me nuts.